Frank, if you kind of want to talk to us about, I mean, I know a lot of the stuff that Luca has been, you and Luca have been doing is kind of, you know, pretty popular, the videos, but when Luca was what a freshman going into that sophomore year was, I think a pretty big summer, if I remember correctly, what was, what were like, was there anything that you really keyed in on that you guys focused on like training wise? Um, or, and then, I mean, you talked a little bit about the inside game too, like mentally um, the inner game too. What, uh, what, I guess, what kind of keyed that or what was the catalyst behind that? That's an insightful question, um, Jake. So, yeah, we take freshman to sophomore growth. Yeah, we had a phenomenal summer. He was working. I got a got him um, scrimmaging with some of the Wizards uh, facility down here. So he got to really see what it was like and then got to get to see what he was like. Uh, and besides the other skill development and then the stuff, you know, because, again, over 80% of the game of basketball, you're not touching the ball. Exactly, and therefore your practices should be eighty percent plus without the ball. So we, we do that in the summer, which I think you see is improvement of his foot speed and strength. But here's what happened to start of the sophomore year. He's in phenomenal shape, so great shape um, that um, um, you know, he, you know, we discover. Well, it's not a discover. We've been worried about it for some time. But he had a ten pound. He's carrying around a basketball inside him for all year so he was nine and nine, over nine hours five and a half hours under the blade taking that thing out and then what five weeks later he's starting and and they win the soldiers tournament at madison square garden with him as the mvp that was a memory i'll, I'll never forget you know that was some something very special from the fact that at that particular time in september of that of that time jake we didn't know if he was if there was a tumor underneath that cyst because you couldn't see through it. We didn't know. It, we didn't think he'd play basketball again because you can't play without a spleen. A spleen and the and the uh, ten pay it was a gallon and a half of fluid. So Crazy. imagine that you've been coming around for a, for over a year, and had that burst, he would have died on the court because that's a gallon mm-hmm. and a half of poison. We just would have intoxicated his whole insides. So anyway, he was in such great shape coming in that it allowed him to recover in such a phenomenal way so when we talk about what happened between the sophomore and junior summer imagine Mm -hmm. now all of that kind of work three workouts a day kind of work and one of them being inner game which i'll get to with a much more uh, heavier uh, emphasis on it and even lucas talked about it uh, on on uh, on film, it was Sports Illustrated that article about hey, what's the difference in what you did between these? What's well, the inner game? It's what made me consistently perform at an elite level. Which I don't care what you perform at. Whenever you want to perform at the highest level, you got to go inside if you want to go. If you want to uh, be consistently performing. So, what you found for this year was a athlete that didn't start the year uh, uh, five and a half hours under the blade that had the full summer to really, uh, you know, grow. And you saw the change in his body, right? Without having the trauma of, of, of mm-hmm. having that surgery. So, you know, the biggest thing, and, and Luca was ready for it, was besides the outside skill stuff, which only goes so far because it's regulated by your perception of how good you are or how good you can be. If it allow you to uh, ascend to that level of, of performance. So the summer was intensely, uh, uh, involved with the inner game and and learning how to um, 
because there's a technology to it. NASA, right here in NASA, right not far from here, right from where I live. They called it, um, I tell Ash this, it's, it's called visual motor re rehearsal. That's what the, uh, you know, from a science, neuroscience standpoint, that we got new words for it now, but, you know, neuroplasticity and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But back then it was visual motor rehearsal. And they developed it because going to the moon, when Kennedy said, hey, we're going to go to the moon and return safely, it's almost like, you know, are you on drugs? I mean, now everyone believed it, but that kind of a statement is so far out there that your pilots talk about having to visualize something that they've never known how to do and it's fearful. They had to get so comfortable doing that. The only way they could do that is through this, what they call visual motor reversal, which is bringing what Einstein called this thought experiment, which is bringing the future into the present. So that's what we did in the summer. We were visualizing his performance in Michigan. We were perform, you know, we were visualizing how we would defend at Indiana or what he would do. So that was the huge uh, growth. And Larry Bird said it. So so did Bobby Knight for that. Uh, well, Bobby Knight said it differently, but Jake, he said, Bird said at a certain level, which is over a fifteen thousand hours of, of of proper practice. Mm -hmm. When you're at, like in mu music, you're a jazz musician that you can improvise, right? You can read music, but then created on the fly that's improvisation so in basketball that happens after about fifteen thousand hours same thing with music in fact there's been books written about about, about what happens but what the point is is when you get to that level of performance and your ability to play then the game becomes 95 percent mental five percent physical bobby knight said it's five to one one physical five mental that's mm -hmm. the game and so the question for every athlete out there now today is, okay, what, tell me about your inner game. And most of them will go, what is that? And, and to me, that's a disservice as a coach, not knowing that in today's world where that information is out there. But on the other hand, we have to embrace them and help them learn so that they can teach it. And that's part of that, Marcus, that other 45% goes to helping coaches learn this information as well. But the point is that's the big difference, Jake, was – we still did the outside probably more than anyone else. I, I would, I worked hard. I, it's hard to imagine anyone who worked harder than Luca in terms of how many, we'd wear two different shirts during a workout because it get too sweaty and, yeah. and it would, it would just too slippery. And so everyone works hard, but is, is it intelligent work that you're doing? Is it, are you just jumping rope to jump rope activity without achievement? Or are you actually doing something that's going to make a flip a difference? I see so many people dribbling a tennis ball. It makes me nuts, but put that, put that to the, you know, put that to the side. The biggest thing, Jake, was the development of the inner skills and the, the ability to project your performance into the future when it's July or August. Uh, right? So uh, not unlike, you know, Armstrong, when he landed on the moon, is that a resting pulse of, of, of under 50, which means he was calmer, uh, in the most calm you could be. And the only way he could do that is he was in the mind before then many, many times. So when he got there, it was nothing new. And um, it's a process we do naturally. Your mother telling you about kindergarten, your first field trip, you know, your first present. You think about it, you get excited about it. Well, we do it naturally, but how about doing it on purpose and doing it uh, with some deliberate development plans? And that's what you saw on the court game in game out at an elite level of performance and remember this only ash knows this he, had, he was playing on one leg ever since the syracuse game he had sprained it severely yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Couldn't even walk on the game no. of Michigan. Couldn't even walk that day until we did an intense we did a remote healing meditation with my partner, Ganesh, to help help his ankle. But my point is, that's how powerful the inner game stuff is, Jake. Is you want to get better, is don't go dribble a tennis ball. Um, and there's been several studies, the one done out of Chicago, where they took a team of basketball, two teams, for 30 days, Jake, they said, okay, half of you are going to shoot free throws. I mean, a third shoot free throws. For 30 days, shoot them, practice extra. The other third, don't do nothing. Just shower and go home. The other third, you don't practice them. You just go lay down and you're going to do a meditation on one-minute breath, visual motor rehearsal. We'll just practice shooting them in your mind. And then they came back 30 days later. What do you think the result was? 30 days later. Mind only, Mm -hmm. physical only, and then none. I'm going to go mind only. I mean, free throws are so mental too. So I think I would imagine the meditation was significantly better. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Marcus, what do you think? I agree with Jake. What do you think, Ash? I wasn't paying attention. That's about right. That's about I'm with with Jake. (laughs) Okay. So here's what it comes out. There was a, a, well, those that didn't practice, of course, got no better. Right. Anyway, those that practiced uh, physically got better by 27%. And those that did mental without physical got better by 25%. So imagine if you were a performer between your sophomore and junior season and you wanted to come back and be a lead player, how would you do it? Well, you would go inside and do the inner game, which is at a minimum, not just 30 days. Mm -hmm. We had the whole summer, twice a day, but 30 days, right? And you add that 25 plus the 27, you are now the big 10 player of the year. Mm -hmm. I like that. As the slowest, least vertically (laughs) uh, talented, and most vertically challenged. But by the way, we have a great horizontal. Don't forget, we have a great horizontal, Mm -hmm. man. We can cover some territory horizontally. But as the worst athlete, but in tremendous shape, but in tremendous shape, you know, and I, I was saying, I think Marcus and I have talked about it before that uh, Lucas probably got the best footwork that we've ever seen. Um, but then also, I think that there were a number of times this year where you could kind of see it in Lucas eyes, maybe after, you know, after the first five minutes of the game or after the first media timeout where mentally he, he just knew that he was, he had the, you know, the other team's big man exactly where he I had wanted. The tiger. Yeah, the eye whether, the tiger. whether it was John Teske or Oturu from Minnesota, you know, Luca just knew that it was, you know, it was his game. It was They're too turn. small, right, Frank? They're too yeah. small. They're too small. <laughs> you told me you didn't like that when he was doing that. He's too small. <laughs> so, well, hey, listen, how about this? As, a, as a, you bring up the Minnesota game, let's just take that as a, a microcosm. Remember now. Luca lost his starting position as a freshman for three games. It started at Virginia Tech when Pemsel had his best game ever. By the way, I wish Pemsel well, um, uh, and not to you know change the subject. He lost his starting position as a freshman. As a sophomore, you saw him go on a string of games where he was double double, and during league, incredible uh, numbers that helped us during that run. And then people are saying, "Geez, you're going to be the best, you know, best player out there." Oh my gosh. And then you saw him mentally just go for one game where he didn't even score one point. 
and in three games didn't score over 16 points. 95% of that, Jake, everything we're saying, Marcus, is mental. Mm -hmm. So here we are at Minnesota this year. And Luca's learned from that. He's been practicing the end of this game. You just can't say, oh, I, well, I want to just do it better. You got to go do something. You got to leave something behind. You got to go do something. That's how energy works. So we're at Minnesota. He takes the three at the end of the game, misses. Timeout. Brand calls a timeout. In the timeout, they decide, Francis, we're going to run the same play, give you the same shot. And see, as a freshman, oh, oh, we would have got a little, oh, you know, because remember when he was playing, Ash, it wasn't like playing where 3,000 people come to the game. We have nine people, and they were all parents because the game was at 330. Right. Because it's a private school in D.C., right? Give me a break. It's, sports was, was not important. Um, Till so then, Luca comes out of timeout, hit buries that three. They win at Minnesota. Why? Because he believed he can, mm -hmm. and that yeah. I don't care about the last shot. What matters is this shot. I'm not going to dwell on the past. Right? Attention energizes. So if you put attention on missing, you're energizing missing in terms mm -hmm. of your brain. Intention transforms. So if your intention is no, here's what I'm going to do the next time. I'm going to release it higher. That transforms behavior, and so. He learned how to do that in the moment, and at and 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 during a a, a, a half time, you know, during a timeout, and so that's what you saw, Luca, become a you know, a close, he's going to become a master at it, mm -hmm. um, in terms of the inner preparation work to maintain what we call performance consistency, high level of elite performance, game in game out. And it has nothing to do with dribbling a tennis ball. You really don't like that, Frank. You don't like. Oh, I uh, see guys working out, guys like they're getting ready for the MMA, and I want to <laughs> slap them and say, "Listen, you know what you're doing? You're just focusing on the outside. Let's deal with the inside first and get rid of the freaking tennis ball. You don't have the tennis ball <laughs> on the court, you dipped We're gonna do something different. I don't mean that for coaches to do it. I'm, I give me, but I'm saying stop teaching kids in the dinosaur approach to coaching which is do what i say or else no the approach to coaching is teach them the skills how to perform better inside they perform better outside because here's the truth about life you guys check me is if you want to be a better basketball player you got to be a better human being and the only way you get a better become a better being is going inside and figuring that all out and aligning that and then going on and being a force, you know? And so Luca does, 20% of his time he's reading. Yeah, he goes out and reads the kids. Or he'll go to the children's hospital and do some stuff there. He'll take some time to do that um, because actually, you know, the reward for a, a good deed is to have done it, right? I mean, the real reward. So, but anyway, he's a get back guy. He sent, signed a bunch of posters. We sent out to some kids that had, um, you know, I mean, it was crazy. Ash, remember we met this one, some some kids, some fans, they just start crying. They couldn't even yeah. enunciate a word. Yeah, they're just so you know, but Luca does that because he was that age once. He was that excited once. And so he knows the value of what that means to a young person's life. So to the extent possible, he'll go way out of his way. To he can't do it all, right? He can't, you know, because he's in school and he's, he's well, of course I'd like him to be as a better student, but um but he's a you know, I just you know, I, I don't mean that he's a bad student, it's just uh I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but uh, last week I had a friend from Cedar Falls whose daughter uh, was turning 14, 
And I haven't seen the guy for a couple of years. His boy played for me like in fifth and sixth grade in AU basketball and said how big a Luca Garza fan she is. And uh, would, would Luca mind reaching out to her? So I got hold of Austin and Austin and Luca arranged it. And uh, he, um, he uh, got over last week and somebody videoed it, videoed it and he FaceTimed her and the girl just broke down crying and it was just, <laughs> mom, mom and dad were just so grateful and thankful to you, to Austin, for Luca, for doing it. And uh, it, it means a lot. And uh, sometimes we take things for granted, but um, no, Luca's been a, a great role model for Iowa. But you know what? I, I remember I've been going to a lot of Iowa games over the years and um, never have I seen 100, 200 fans stick around to uh, young to old to stick around for an autograph, to talk uh, to a team. I, I, I've been going to games for 30, 40 years just to talk to a player, whether it's Bohan, uh-huh. Louise, Ash, Garza, McCaffrey, uh, just to name a few, that that this team was connected. This team is well-liked. Oh, yeah. Any team uh-huh. I've ever I've ever seen at Iowa, and, and not one of those kids would not sign an autograph, would not talk, would not take a picture, would sneak uh-huh. out the back door. That's pretty special. And I say it grew throughout the year that people just won't leave, leave Carver and the security people are saying, hey, we need to get home. It will be over at 8 o'clock and it's still 10 o'clock. Of course, I do need to tell you that Luca takes about two hours to shower and play with the, that, that head of hair he has. It'll look like good. He, the, the king eventually rolls well, it's out. It's all the media. It's all that media um, stuff, right? You know? but, uh, but no, it's fun. Um, Jake, let me ask you, you and, uh, you and yep. Marcus here. Uh, with Frank and I talking here a lot, have you ever seen um, – I think about how opposite Frank and I are, but yet how much I love that man. Because you know I'm five eight, and he's six foot eight. You know. Well, how did let's let's talk about this. Obviously, you guys met through basketball, right? right? Yeah. So, like, explain the first few interactions between well, you two because we, you. We, as we know, you two are you two are an interesting. You guys are just <laughs> you know you well, just. I can say I, I was just sitting here thinking as as Frank's talking. Yeah, I, I, I'm looking at him on the screen. I'm 5'8", he's 6'8", he has a full head of hair, I'm going bald. I, I, I read by one book every five years, he reads a book a day. Our, our income level is totally different, not in the I mean, I don't know why I like him, but we, 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 we get along great. My family, my, family, my wife, my daughter, they, every time it was Frank coming, it's Frank coming, they don't care about me if we're doing something. Is Frank going to be there? That's all they care about. I don't know. But no, uh, I, I remember um, Austin was on a recruiting visit, and Luca was. And um, uh, I was having a practice. So we're on the sidelines there. And, and as you notice, when you see Frank, you know, he's always uh, dressed pretty sharp, you know, and, and has, you know, this nice uh, coat, leather type sport coat. I don't know what it was. He's fancy shoes and some big shop from Audi's. And I'm in my jeans and, uh, I'm in my jeans and a um, Hawkeye pullover because I'm ready for the Iowa football game that afternoon. So, you know, Frank originally, uh, initially didn't give me the time of day, you know. And, uh, yeah, he knocked the time of day. He said, who's that little short, fat, squatty little guy over there? And, uh, eventually throughout the day, because I bought him a hot, uh, hot dog and a pop at Kinnick Stadium, he got to be my friend that day. And then uh, later on uh, down in the field, he, um, he kind of whispered in my ear and said, uh, hey, uh, I think Luca's going to commit this afternoon. I thought, oh, my God, no way. And then I, I, uh, I remember seeing uh, uh, Luca talk to Fran, and Fran just smiled from ear to ear. And um, <laughs> you know what? Frank, Frank and I have been together ever since. We've had many yeah. and uh, many conversations. Um, uh, we know Luca's been here a few times, and, and Frank also for, for Easter. And I actually have a photo 
of uh, Luca doing Easter egg hunt in our backyard. Right here. Uh, there it is right there. There in the background, yep. Um, uh, we think a lot of, of the guards of family. And um, really, Marcus and Jake, uh, since I am retiring now, and I'm going to spend a lot more time with Frank going to home and away basketball games, I'd like to invite you two along with us. You could be our posse of four. What do you think? I'm in. <laughs> Didn't take much there, Jake. I like I, it. I'm, I'm working I, at the golf course all winter. Well, we talked about that all summer long, so I got the winners off, and I'm sure I'll like work it. during the day. But let's do right it. We're amigos, baby. So Frank, <laughs> Frank and I usually like to hit a, a local establishment about three hours before the game for some wings and Pepsi. That was my question. I said, what's the go-to spot before the game? Well, we go to, the, we go to Old Chicago a lot. They treat us very yeah. well. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then the Vine's always solid and a few other places. Um, but yeah. like, so we have a little Pepsi and little hot wings. And, uh, and then uh, we might have a couple afterwards. There yeah. you go. And uh, we're on for that. Yeah. It's a fun. It's a, it's a fun time. It is a yeah, fun yeah, time. Good time. Good time. Super guys. Well, no. Hey, listen. Last thing, guys. Really, it's it's uh, you know, as a dad, you want to uh, imagine Georgetown University offered Luca. You know, and from an um, academia standpoint, I as as his mother does too. Hey, it'd be nice to have a, a law degree, a juris doctorate from Georgetown, or, or business degree. They really, it's really incredible. So. There was a lot of things shipping him off to, to another place, and, and, and not that it's close. It's, it's a 14-hour drive, which I've done several times. Um, and so, you know, what makes it special are, you know, uh, guys like Ash, and, and who's now like I've known him forever, and the fam, you can see how, you know, uh, Luca will know, you know, uh, Gene and Carrie's kids for life, you know, and um, and uh, and they'll be friends. They'll go to each other's weddings. They'll they'll hang out, and and that's the other part of college that people tend to forget because it gets clouded by the one and done, which is primarily a basketball phenomenon. It's not so much an NFL phenomenon, just because of how strong and how what the what the requirements are at that level. Uh, so you want college to be part of a, of a young person's development where they go from out of the womb, so to speak, you know, leaving the house, never, never again being, you know, from, from that point forward, always being a guest, never being their home. You know, right? they're always, your heart's where your home is. But the point is they're now a guest when they come back, they got their own home, but they're going to grow into manhood, right? Or womanhood, right? You know, if you know, the, you know, what's going on. So Iowa, it was, you know, one of the biggest things there was that the people, uh, you know, would be there to support the right things. And that kind of, you don't really see that till there's adversity. So you say, what do you mean? Well, when he was facing either maybe not living or maybe having a tumor on for that cyst, or there's some families that emerged that really kind of got marrow deep to us, got inside our orbit or real close to us. So we're, we're thankful for that and those relationships because it's, um, it's bigger than basketball. And um, sports is life in the miniature. So this whole piece for Lucas, not just you know you know playing and and um, and and getting degree. It's also about building relationships that will last um, a lifetime. I also want I, one more question, and we can get you guys out of here. Um, how and and you both are going to have long answers, and that's fine because that's the point of it. But uh, how how proud of you are you? Uh, how proud of you are you of your kids starting with the high school journey they've had don't even talk about the whole recruiting thing just talk about how they've grown as a person 
as a player and how the University of Iowa has made that, you know, solidify, you know, how sure. your your kids act on a day-to-day basis, if that makes sense. And, and you, probably you, tired, so I'll go first. Okay, go ahead, Kerry. No, I uh... – you know, I, I, I tell Austin this. I know, I know he probably thinks it's a little corny and things like this, but uh, if we go to the present right now, whenever he runs out of that tunnel at, at Carver, um, I think about my father and my family, how proud they are. I, I almost tear up a little bit. It's, it's uh, to see him in a Hawkeye uniform, something that, uh, that we've dreamed about our whole life, him being a Hawkeye. And, and uh, Fran, uh, Fran offered him a spot, and, and Austin's worked hard to get the spot. It, it, it's 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 um, exceptional. Like I say, I tear up every time he runs out. I remember back, you know, we started the journey going to the YMCA and when he's four or five years old, and trust me, he wasn't shy to shoot the ball. Um, <laughs> he was in, and, and then he'd play all, up always a couple of years and different things like that. And, and, then, and then we just continue to uh, work hard. I mean, I will say um, everybody can say they work hard, and I know a lot of the – I'm not a big uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all these – video things these kids do. Um, I know one thing that it's easy to video what you do and tell people you're working out, but I also know the kid that went to the gym at 530 in the morning, seventh and eighth and ninth grade, that had his biker walking to the Y and working out by himself. There's no video. There's a kid working hard. You know, you know, I, when I think about Austin, he's not the most athletic kid in the world. His mom's fault, by the way. Um, but uh, he will outwork anybody. You know, highly intelligent. Um, uh, got to be 6'3". I'm still trying to figure out how that happened, but that's between me and me and the mailman. We'll let that one go. Right. Yeah. Um, but, uh, no, I, I, I think it's so cool. You know, he, he committed kind of early, and, and, you know, some schools came and talked to him later, you know, and, and, and you know, he's, he's working hard to try and uh, prove that he is a Division one basketball player to get meaningful minutes, and, and um, there'll be nobody that outworks him. And I know he's a great teammate um, to, to uh, everyone, and, you know, I, I know he's on some nice um, – uh, councils there to help things flow in the athletic program at Iowa. He, he, I'm very proud of that, but he, we're, he's living a dream. We're living a dream. Um, uh, I, I credit Mount Vernon for helping him over there when he decided to go to Mount Vernon. Um, all his coaches, uh, uh, friends to make him work hard and to get better, but um, it's been uh, it, it's been it's been surreal, Marcus, to be honest with you. And, and uh, like I say, now that I'm retired, I'm planning on going to all the way games next year and, um, and uh, enjoy it. Um, Hey, Marks, one thing I want to close with when I think about this Iowa basketball team, I mentioned how well they're connected and, and uh, the success they're having. And, you know, really to think about it, you have to give uh, grand staff and especially grand credit for that. I mean, these recruited kids that are winners, I mean, on and off the court. I, um, you know, he, he's turned down or not even recruited or looked at kids that want to come to Iowa that weren't the right fit because they're not doing the right thing, whether it's with their family, it's in the classroom, uh, being selfish on the court. Um, I have to give Frank credit. The kids he brings in are the kids that you want to hang around with. And, uh, and Austin just loves his teammates and, and, um, you know, we've gotten to know him really well. So, um, it's been fun. It's, it's, uh, it's hard to see for Austin to get old. he be redshirt junior next year. It's getting hard for me to see him get older and, you know, there'll be a new chapter in his life soon, but, um, it's been a dream. It's been a dream. And, uh, yeah, it's been, it's been wonderful. Thanks was going to say, I think this year's Iowa team, and I think next year will carry over, it's probably the best culture that I've seen mm-hmm. in the past decade at Iowa, you know, with Iowa basketball. I, I think you guys would maybe agree. Mm-hmm. I think. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, wholeheartedly. I, um, yeah, to answer that, I, I would say, yeah, my, my dad said it best when he saw the team when he came to Iowa City 
you remember uh, Kerry. He yeah. was there and yeah. And his best friend from that played together two years and they're in the hall of fame at the school. They, they went to junior college, college of Marin and then into uh, my dad played at Hawaii and then Fred played at Kansas state, his friend. And he said, geez, this team is magical. And he wasn't referring to the warmups that we could hang, jump from the free throw line at Duncan. It was about how they operated on the bench, how they cheered for each other. <laughs> you know, it's, it's uh, something I send to Ash when we're back and forth, because we know the value of this. As, as, as older men, uh, in particular, if you pay attention. And that is like when, when they beat Michigan as a, you know, in, in Lucas sophomore year, it's only one guy he ran up to want to get the hug from, right? I mean, and that was, that was Austin. I mean, the, the, and, and he wanted to hug everyone else, but the, the relationships are like, God, I want to just enjoy this fellowship. And That's we worked cool. our ass off and we freaking did it when no one else believed in us. Because mm -hmm. remember, the whole Twitter thing was really negative in that piece, which really fueled Luca's inner game so he would be immune to it. Not 100%, but 99% immune to it and whatnot. So, yeah, what am I proud about? Yeah, certainly, you know, it was, I think, Aristotle that said when talking about parenting was, um, you know, parents are the bow right and and the child's the arrow and as parents what we try and do is not pull up like straight up in the air they go up and they crash or not too much in a in a flat horizontal way where they don't ever ascend but to do just high enough further enough long enough so when you let go they'll soar with their own wings and take on any challenge that comes their way so we're most proud of that but in terms of basketball, as a, as a not, not just as a father, but as a basketball guy, because it's one thing I, I know, I, I know a lot of things about a very few things. I'm stupid around, but one of the things I know an awful lot about is basketball. But one of the proudest things is, is um, uh, from that perspective for Luca, was, because um, it happened to him in, in high school as well, but to seeing uh, a young man getting belted in the face, you know, needing seven stitches, bleeding profusely, because that hurts. I've been hit there. You get smashed. It's Me like, too, Frank. That doesn't feel yeah. good. It uh, takes, probably it takes your wife, Frank. Frank, it's your it wife takes, that hit you. Yeah, right. That was my wife. Yeah. With her shoe. It was a pot. <laughs> shoe and then the pot, bam, bong. You know, but it's like you get banged, and all of a sudden, you're down there, and it hurts because it's bleeding, and it's warm, and blood tastes different. Particularly when it's coming out profusely and over you know, the taste buds, and and it's hurting terribly, and you have to go in. And game's almost over, and you got to get back in the game. And so it's like, hey, here's a decision: we can, we won't feel anything, but you can't go back in the game, or we're just gonna, we're gonna get a staple gun, and let me just staple it and get you back out there. And so, what's your choice? He wouldn't even let you know Brad finish the second one. Just do it. Let me get out there. So that's to me is what I'm most proud about the dude number fifty five is you want to go to war, there's a couple of people you want in that trench with you, and every one of Luca's teammates, starting, you know, with Connor, with Ash, with CJ, you know, with Toussaint, with Chad, I mean, everyone, I want in that trench with him, and, and, and them with him, and so that's what's so special, and I think that's what makes people, carry stay around for a couple hours to get a taste of that, because it's inspiring, and it's infectious, right? It, it causes us to go, wow, that's what's so great about the human spirit. So that's what I'm most proud of, guys. And uh, I, I appreciate your insightful questions.
Well, hey, this, this for us, well, for me especially, because starting this podcast, you know, we, you never know what you get and you never know, you know, we just doing this because we're locked up in the house forever. And, 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 and Carrie, you are going to get on eventually. We all know that. But Frank, I've been tweeting. <laughs> no, I wanted him on here. If I'm coming on, that's <laughs> yeah. gonna be, my buddy's got to be with me, man. Yeah, exactly. I've been tweeting to Frank for a long time wanting to get him fun. on. Not but yeah, he's been on me a while, and then I saw the ad, I saw us after, okay, let's get, let's get that old crusty old dude. Remember, Ash for mayor. Ash for mayor, <laughs> baby. Yes, sir. We'll because see. Because he's approachable. Mm-hmm. Take Marcus, a lot of fun. Well, hey, we'll now that, hold on, before we go, now that we got Carrie and Austin Ash, we need Frank, and then we're missing one guy. I won't name who he is, but we'll have to get, <laughs> we'll have to get him on, and then we can have a little fun, uh, father-son trivia game we could do that next time well now what we should do is as we get further into the development of the summer we should do a little horse game austin austin iowa city luca and dc depending on how that works out we don't know where what's going to do and so we could do it live that would end up pounding. that would be awesome yeah let's do that right well hey hope something fun Hopefully we can fun. all get together this uh, some sometime this summer here and get the, the book club. We can get that going back. We'll get again. one going. All right, guys. I appreciate it. You guys stay safe. Appreciate your time. Take care, boys. All right, guys. Good talking to you. All Thank right, you. Bye now. Thank all you. Right,